You're listening to a podcast of the Sunday morning message from Grace Christian Church in the city of Cork on the beautiful south coast of Ireland. We hope and pray that it will be a blessing to you. We also have the message being played on the TV upstairs in the atrium if anyone does want to hang out with their kids. And I also want to welcome Cafe Church who are watching on the screen downstairs. So if you could throw up the message there, Stephanie, on the screen. Thank you. There may be one or two spare seats if anyone is sitting on the ground. So if there are, just feel free to sit there. Everyone is welcome. So guys, tomorrow is the last day of the year. How was 2018 for you? Was it okay? Some people said it's okay. Well, we're told, I love the saying, the past is a foreign country. Have you ever heard of that saying? It's a saying, the past is a foreign country. Your history, what happened in your life a few years ago, it's almost like another life. It's almost like a foreign country. And in a way, the new year that we're all about to go into in just over 24 hours is like a new whole experience as well. So the new year, in a way, is like going into a new land. And that's exactly what the children of Israel, the people of God did in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 11. They were crossing over into a new land. Like tomorrow night, you and I will be crossing over into a whole new year. They had never been through that land before. You and I have never lived in 2019 before. And yet, by God's grace, he's called us to be alive for such a time as this. Amen. So what are we to expect and what is going to happen? Well, I keep thinking about the joke told among the Orthodox Jews that I heard recently. And the joke is, do you know how to make God laugh? Tell him your plans. Tell him your plans. <laughs> I like that joke. Tell him your plans. I don't know what plans you have or I have. However, for the new year, God does have a plan for you. If you love him. If you love him. He's got a plan for your life and for my life. So I'm going to go through just some scripture verses here in Deuteronomy 11. And I pray, Lord, your Holy Spirit would breathe these words alive in our souls. In Jesus' name, amen. Here's Deuteronomy 11, 8 to 16. If you love and obey the Lord, here we go, here we go, you will enjoy a long life in the promised land. And this new land is not like the old land of Egypt that you've left behind. Because there you had to irrigate the land to make food grow. But this new land has plenty of rain. Where is it talking about, I wonder? It's Ireland. Hallelujah. <laughs> Ireland is in the Bible. <laughs> this new land has plenty of rain. A land that your God cares for, watching over it, here we go again, from the start to the end of the year. Can anyone say, from the start of 2018, right now to the end of 2018, the Lord was looking after me? Can anyone say that with a hand raised up? 
There are hundreds of hands up all over this hall. If this is all new to you, I want to speak to you. Either we're all deluded, and we're not, or God is actually working in people's lives today because we know he's been looking after us. Amen? Even if we've been through a hard time, he's been there to look after us. So he looks after his people in the place he wants them to live from the start to the end of the year. And if you love and follow the Lord with all your heart, then he will send rain on this land so you can have a lush harvest. But don't let your heart grow cold and turn away from the Lord. If you do, in his anger, he will hold back the rains. Then the ground will not produce any harvest and you will die in the good land the Lord is giving you. So commit yourself to the Lord and to his word. And all who loved Jesus Christ said, so this is an interesting portion of scripture and it's challenging, but it is also full of blessing. And this was the word that the Lord spoke to his people before they'd physically crossed the river and moved into what we now call the land of Israel. It was the promised land and it was God's will for them to move in to this place. God has a plan and a will for your life and he wants us to move forward. And when he's talking about the land was going to have a lot of rain, he's talking about blessing. So rain in the Bible is symbolic of blessing. Now I know a lot, of, a lot of us might have an old moan about the rain every now and again in Ireland. Actually, personally, I can't say I do. It doesn't hugely bother me, the rain, but then I know no different. Hallelujah. I'm ignorant. But we can have a bit of a moan about the rain. But because we have a lot of rain on this Atlantic island, apparently, by next year, 2020, apparently Ireland, which is a nation of 5 million people, will be producing enough food for 50 million. So we produce food for 10 times our population because it is so fertile. So the next time the rain is bothering you, how about we say, thank you, Lord, for this fertile land? Right, not too many takers for that one. Well... This summer we had a drought, what was it, seven or eight weeks, it never rained. And a lot of farmers really struggled. Now I'm not a farmer, though my people were farmers back in the day. But I know that we planted some new grass seed and I found every morning and every evening I had to water it. It was a pain, it was a chore. Normally you throw out grass seed in your garden and you switch off because we've got rain and it just grows. But because there was no rain, I had to physically do the work. And that's an illustration of the difference between you moving into 2019, trying to make your plans come to pass on your own effort, and you and me going into 2019 and saying, I will trust the Lord. Lord, I commit my ways to you. That's the difference. And that's exactly what he was saying because the Lord was talking to them because Egypt didn't and doesn't have a lot of rain. And he was saying the new land is not like the old land where you had to irrigate to make food grow. And what they had to do 
was they would have a contraption machine like you see on the screen and they would literally have to work it by foot. Remember, Egypt is hot. Egypt is sweaty. And here they are, just with the sweat of their brow, trying to get the water into the parched fields so they can make the food grow. It was hard work. It was a bit like the curse of the fall. The curse of the fall for men was they would have to earn their bread by the sweat of their bro. So into the broken world and the fallen worlds, the people and the people of God in Egypt had to keep on working hard so they could have anything to eat. But the Lord was saying, I'm bringing you into a new experience. And you don't have to work like that. You don't have to die young in exhaustion because you're trying to work up a sweat to get something to eat. I'm going to bring you to a place where I will cause the food to grow. There's there's so many verses in the Bible that say riches are a blessing from the Lord and striving has nothing to do with it. So if you're hoping that you will get that job promotion, pass that exam that's important to you, move forward in your life in some way, striving physically while we're called to put in the good work and we're called to be diligent, the blessing comes from the Lord. It doesn't come from us over-exercising ourselves. And so the contrast between the old and the new was huge. And straight away, all of the people of God, all of the Israelites, they got it. They got it. I don't have to be irrigating the land. The Lord will send rain on the land. And he goes on to say, Here in verse 11, this new land has plenty of rain where your God watches over it from the start to the end of the year. May God watch over you and yours from the start of 2019 until the end. Isn't that our prayer? If God is watching over us, we are content. Hallelujah. He will protect us. He will look after us. And this was the promise he said. Remember now, they had never been in this new land and it was kind of the unknown, a bit like 2019 is for all of us. But there is a condition on the blessing going into the new land. There is a condition on the blessing coming into the new year. If you love and serve the Lord, serve him with all your heart, he will send the rain upon you. Most of you know that song, let it rain, let it rain, open What is it? Open. Yeah. Open the what of heaven? Floodgates. That's it. So rain is symbolic of God's blessing. And here the Lord is saying, if you love the Lord, if you serve him, he will send the rain upon you. He will send that touch of heaven upon you. It's his tendency to do this doesn't mean we don't have a struggle. It doesn't mean we don't, we're not tested or we don't have a challenge. But by and large, we can see this is the tendency of God in the scripture. So you and I are going into a new year in just over 24 hours time. And I want the Lord's blessing on my life. Do you? Okay, about five of us do. Anyone else want God's blessing for the new year? Hallelujah. Not only does the Lord promise a blessing, but he actually goes into the detail about this new land. I remember actually when I was about, uh, I guess I must have been about nine or ten, my dad bought land just out beyond Bishopstone. 
and he was a smart businessman. It was just a farmer's land. It was agricultural land, but he knew the city suburbs were expanding out west. And so when my dad bought the land, <clears throat> he was going to wait on it for a few years and then apply for planning permission get planning permission, and then sell the land on at a big profit, which is exactly what he did. He got the planning permission, and it made the land a lot um, more valuable. So he had the foresight to do this as a businessman. But I remember shortly after he bought the land, before all of this happened, uh, he would talk to us at home, my brother and my sister and myself, and he would say, that land is a gold mine. It's a gold mine. We used to call it the new fields. He said, the new fields are the gold. They're, they're a gold mine. Going to make so much money out of that. And he did. And I remember my brother, who was about nearly five years, four and a half years younger than me. So he was about six. I remember going out there with my dad. And we were doing some work out in the land. And I saw my brother digging by the, by the ditch at the side. And I said, what are you digging for? He said, dad said, it's a gold mine. We're going to get gold here. So anybody lives out Bishopstown Way, start digging in your garden. You're going to find gold. Obviously, the gold mine was just a turn of phrase. It was a new land. But you know, when we follow the Lord and we obey him and we go into a new season in our lives, we do see that God's tendency is to bless us. And in this scripture, he goes into the detail. And we can cross-reference it throughout Scripture so that we can have a certainty of it. He says, he's going to do this that you may reap the harvest. And he goes into the detail of grain, of new wine, and olive oil. Grain, new wine, and olive oil. Grand. What does that mean? Well, actually, it means a lot. The grain stands for financial or physical blessing. The new wine is symbolic of the joy of life. And the olive oil stands for the spirit anointing. So when we dig into it, we can see the Lord says, I want to look after you. I want to bless you in a physical way. I want to bless you in an emotional and mental way. And above all, I want to bless you in a spiritual way. So this is the detail of the promise that God gives to his people if they love him, if they follow him. If their hearts grow cold, it doesn't count. But if we do. So here we see the Lord in a whole holistic way, in an all-encompassing way. The Lord says, as you go into this new place, into this new experience, I want to look after you in all of these ways. I don't have time to go into the huge detail this morning, but briefly, you can see various scriptures on the screen, how the grain ties into financial or really physical, the wine, see different scriptures there, how it's symbolic of the joy of life and various scriptures on how the oil is symbolic of the Holy Spirit anointing. So the Lord is saying, I want to bless you in a physical way. I want to bless you in an emotional and a mental way. And I want to bless you in a spiritual way. Hallelujah. Like, that's all-encompassing, isn't it? Because the emotional, for example, the, the wine, the joy of life, that includes our relationships. And the oil, that includes everything spiritual. 
so that we'll be overcomers and we'll be able to pray and say no to temptation. Hallelujah. And the grain, which is our daily bread, give us this day our daily bread. The grain is what we have, the bread. It is all things physical where the Lord will look after us and we can pray that he can help us in our jobs and paying our bills and so on. You can make an argument, but it's thin ice that the Lord doesn't want to bless his people. And there are times when God has us going through a time of testing. But it, it really goes against the whole corpus of scripture, the whole wider body of scripture, to try and make an argument that God's tendency isn't to bless us. I'm not talking about the extreme teaching that some people have gone into. And because some people have gone into an extreme teaching here, a lot of Christians are afraid to ever talk about it. But we want to keep to the balance of scripture, to the true message of the Bible. Amen? And we shouldn't be afraid that because someone has taken something to an extreme that we shouldn't go near it. God's tendency is to bless. And I want to pray in a moment for your life and for mine, whatever your need is, Lord, will you bless me for the new year? It's not that complicated. Remember the warning. But be careful. Don't let your heart grow cold and turn away from the Lord. I can remember people here this time last year and sometime... During the summer of 2018, their hearts grew cold. Begin to see it in them. The joy goes. They become less and less regular at church. You don't see them hanging around with Christians anymore. They slide away. And soon their hearts grow cold as ice with the Lord. And then they're away from the Lord. And then they're away. I believe 2019 is a year when prodigals will return. And we're going to pray prodigals back into this house. Those whose hearts have gone cold. But this is the warning. None of these blessings work. It doesn't work that way. We have to follow the Lord. And he goes on and he says, Or the Lord will be angry and stop the rain and you will die in this good land. And you can read through the Old Testament and the New Testament and you can see evidence of this happening. How God is also a God of anger besides of God of love. There's a balance there. He's a jealous God. He loves you so much that if your heart begins to love something more than him, the Lord gets jealous. But it's a good jealousy. Hallelujah. It's a powerful jealousy. And the Lord wants to keep that relationship with you. And he will give us the best if only we will trust him. But he will stop the rain and we will end up in the new year of 2019 if our hearts get cold and we drift away from the Lord where something will begin to die in us. He promises the rain of blessing upon the new land, upon the new experience. We're told that all of the future wars in the world will be what they call water wars where the the fight will really be about water, such as the scarcity of it. But just like in Ireland, we have plenty of rain. When we walk in God's will, we can have a security that the man in the world cannot have. Hallelujah. Because our heavenly father owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He is the God who is Jehovah Jireh. He will provide for us. He will look after us and he will look after our loved ones. Does anyone believe that? Once I was young, now I am old. And I have never seen, King David said, the children of the righteous beg for bread. 
you set up your family, your children and your children's children in the best possible way. They've got to make their own decisions, but you and I set it up as good as possible for their future so that they won't die and we won't die spiritually, mentally, emotionally, even physically. So brothers and sisters, as I come towards a conclusion, let me try and encapsulate what I'm going to say. The constant need for rain that the people of Israel had in the new land was a symbol of their constant dependency on God. Oh, I need you, how I need you. Every day I need you. Anyone know that old song? Bless me now, my Savior, I come to thee. Do you need God every day? I wonder how much do we remind ourselves. When we get up in the morning, can I challenge you for the new year? How about saying a silent prayer or say it out loud. Be with me today, Lord. I need you throughout this day. Simple prayer. And when you go to bed at night, thank you for being with me today, Lord. Watch over me throughout the night. In Jesus' name, amen. It doesn't take any time. But, it, but you teach yourself the rhythm of spirituality, of relying on God. If the Lord isn't for me today, I won't get through today. But if God is with me, I am able. Hallelujah. I am able at work. I am able in college. I am able in school. I am able in my friendships, my marriage. I am able spiritually. I am able mentally. Hallelujah. I am able emotionally. I'm not going to fall apart because my God is with me. And I rely on not my strength, but his strength. I believe the Lord would say prophetically to some, 2018, you lost your joy. You lost your joy. The new wine wasn't flowing in your life. And I feel the Holy Spirit is challenging some today. And he's saying, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Pray today that you will be restored that joy for the new year. I believe the Lord is saying, the heaven is open. God is listening. He's listening. He's listening. He's watching. He hears you. If, you're, if you've got doubt, give the doubt to the Lord. Because he is there. And he is listening. So we want to pray in whatever area you or I are dependent on, that the Lord will help us as we come into the new year. Final slide. Is God a good God? How about we go that way again? Is God a good God? God is good all the time. And he moves us into a good land, I mean, our experience. Amen? So let's pray for a good life for 2019. It isn't complicated, but it is profound. I'm going to ask the band to play that beautiful song, 10,000 Reasons. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. I love the line. Whatever may pass or whatever lies before me. Hallelujah. We don't know what lies before us, but we do know that if God is for me, who can be against me? If God is for you, who can be against you? Hallelujah. How about we have a little bit of faith and we pray and we pray that God will do this in our lives for the new year. Let's stand. If we could throw the words of the song up. Thank you, Stephanie. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. We're going to sing it and then we're going to pray. 
And can I just say before we pray, if you've lost your joy, it happens to all of us at some stage, seize the day, seize the prayer, grab on to the edge of the garment of Jesus today and pray you will have joy for the new year. Amen. Let's sing to the Lord in the way. The sun comes up.
that have happened in your life and it could be a myriad thousand different things lift your hands up to heaven guys can i encourage you to do that and you're calling unto the lord now heavenly father somehow somewhere our joy has slipped away but on this the last sunday of the year we come and we call on jesus of nazareth to restore unto us the joy of our salvation we'll say amen it's more than an emotion lord it is a fact of life it is spiritual and so we pray that the grapes in your life would ripen we pray that the harvest of the vine would come into your life and the new wine the new wine the new wine would be abundant flowing into your experience and jesus would come into your life in a way that he hasn't been for a while i pray joy would ooze out of every part of your experience come holy spirit come holy spirit i believe the lord would say that satan is attacking some of you and he has sent as it were a force to stop you from receiving what god would have you the verses come to me from the book of daniel how the lord had sent the angel but there was someone called the man of persia it was a demon that was stopping the blessing coming and the angel fought but he said the lord rebuke you so i feel the lord would say to me today that some of us who know there's a spiritual fingerprint in this situation in our lives the lord wants me to say may the lord rebuke satan and the work that he's doing in your life praise god some of us really know that this is true and we're going to see a defeat we're going to see him defeated amen we're going to go into 2019 and we're going to look the enemy in the eye and we're going to say the lord rebuke you satan you have no authority on my life on my mind in my emotions i am a child of god who'll say amen so if you want that prayer guys just lift up your right hand it's a symbol of strength and into every hand that is lifted up up at the top down in the chairs all over this hall i pray now that we would be overcomers of the lies of satan just as the angel fought against that man of persia we fight against the spiritual principalities and powers that are set up against us and we say get behind me satan in jesus name we'll say amen and with our hands, right hands lifted up, we receive, oh God, the joy, the new wine into our experience for 2019. And right now in the house of God, we claim this blessing, not in an arrogant way, but as a prayer. Oh God, in your kindness and in your compassion, would you restore that joy to us? So that starting on the 1st of January, we will have a skip in our step and our hearts will no longer be broken in Jesus' name. We'll say amen. Praise God. The 
there, there's something deeper going on here just in the Holy Spirit so forgive me but I'm just going to go with it there's a beautiful verse in the Bible and it says Jesus it basically describes how Jesus is like anointment we see it in the Old and the New Testament anointment if you're sick, if you're hurt if you've got a burn or a bruise an ointment is put on your wound it soothes the wound and that's what Jesus is like and I feel this is what the Holy Spirit says he's like that to the broken hearted I make a declaration Jesus heals broken hearts if your heart is broken today just where we all stand I'm not asking anyone to move but I will ask if your heart has been broken last year something is going on in this place and I'm going to ask you to put your right hand over your heart nobody's looking this is just you and the Lord I'm the only one looking wherever you are this place is safe we put our hands our right hand over our heart and I pray now that the name of Jesus the reality of the God who formed us in our mother's womb just send a touch to every broken heart in this place today. We pray, Lord, about the memories that hurt and the words that were like weapons used against us and the men or the women who've been cruel to us. And if we're honest, maybe we didn't shine the way we should have either. Either way, Lord Jesus, there are broken hearts in this place. And so I pray now that your ointment would be poured out, that your name would begin to heal, and that you would give hope to the men and women who are praying right now, who will say amen. Let hope return. Let strength be renewed. And may the joy that you lost come back again into your broken heart. Jesus, we pray healing now in every broken heart up and down this hall. And we believe that you are the God who loves us. Without an agenda, you care. So heal the brokenhearted in this place. In Jesus' name and God's people said. Another prayer, and it simply is the wider prayer. For those of us going into the new year, which I think... I believe is everyone here for those of us who want to say Lord would you help me and bless the grain in my life maybe it's your exams maybe it's your job maybe it's an issue with paying the bills that's your prayer and for others it's the oil I just want the anointing of the Holy Spirit to come on my life let's not finish the last Sunday of the year of our Lord 2018 without praying for this if this is a real prayer in our lives so let's just pray those two prayers wherever you are in the hall if you want to pray that God would bless you with grain the physical the practical the financial would you lift your hands up to heaven I can barely see faces here so no one is looking by lifting up our hands we're just receiving so Heavenly Father for every career represented here every job Every student with an exam, everyone who's got a big decision this year, maybe it's to get a place to live, maybe it's a car, maybe it's to take out a mortgage, maybe it's something to do with paying for education. Lord, whatever it is now, we pray that in the year of our Lord, 2019, 
that you would be Jehovah Jireh in our experience. That you would help us pay every bill we have to pay. We'll say amen. That you would provide and you would amaze us in the new year with how you break in with your provisions in our weekly lives. Amen. And we ask you, Lord, even as Eliezer of Damascus prayed, would you grant us success for the new year and would you show us your kindness in Jesus' name. Amen. One last prayer. May the oil flow for 2019 in your life. And may the oil not just flow in your head, but may it flow over to your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mum, your dad, your brother, your sister, your sons, your daughters, your neighbours, your friends, your workmates. May the oil burst forth like a dam. The oil of the Holy Spirit, if that's your prayer, lift your hands. And you might say, I feel greedy today and putting up my hands for everything. Hallelujah! We want what the Lord wants to give us. Finally, Lord, we pray for 2019 that the Holy Ghost of Heaven, that the olive oil that would go into the wine, into the olive press, we pray the fruit of the olive into our lives. We pray the oil of your spirit anointing would come upon our heads right now. That the beginning would happen, Lord, and that it wouldn't just rest with us, but all the people we love and care for would begin to share in this blessing that you are starting in our lives through the new year. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Let's say that to the Lord. This is for your life and for your family. I want you to repeat it after me. Just the words, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. And here is your life. Here is your future. Here is your family. Are we ready to pray it? At the count of three. One, two, three. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. In Jesus' name, may God's Holy Spirit do a miracle in our lives. May we see many come to faith, restored to faith. May we see miracles for 2019. May it be a year of healing. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Let's just stand. Let's go to our seats and stand for the last few minutes. Let's stand and sing this song. It's like a prayer. It's like a declaration. We don't know who will live or die in the new year, but if we're close to Jesus, the best will happen. Joseph, let's sing it before we close.
because of this. I love this. I think it is so full of reality. And on that day, when your strength or my strength will be failing, the end is near and our time has come. Put up the next bit. Thank you, Stephanie. Still, still my soul will sing your praise unending. 10,000 years, that's our future. And then forevermore. Hallelujah. That's our future in 2019 and forever. Praise God. Let's sing this beautiful verse of reality. And then we close with the chorus. this year we say thank you Jesus for everyone who was saved in this place born again by the Spirit of God we say thank you Jesus for everyone who was encouraged when they were low for everyone who was lonely and found a friend for everyone who heard a word in season or a song that was like a prophecy in their lives for everyone who knew the kindness of community or caught a glimpse of the vision of a life with a purpose, we say for 2018, thank you, Jesus. We will not be like the nine lepers who didn't come back and say thank you. We are the one in 10. And we come back to you, Lord Jesus. And we say from the bottom of our hearts, thank you, Lord. And all God's people said, so good to have you today, guys. Praise God. Can I remind you, the doors open at 7 tomorrow evening for an evening of celebration. We have our coffee and tea upstairs in the atrium. Can I ask all the regulars to use the back stairs going up so we don't have 